Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The best thing about the new $1 sausage and cheese muffin at Tim Hortons is the savory sausage. Ooh, and the cheese. Oh, and the toasty English muffin. Those are the three best things about it. Oh, and that it's prepared to order. You order one and they prepare it for you. That's the single best thing about it. And that it's a dollar. Grab a savory sausage and cheese English muffin breakfast sandwich at Tim Hortons right now for just a dollar. Great quality at a great value. It's all good at Tim Hortons. One dollar sausage and cheese English muffin sandwich. No substitutions. Limited time only. Participation varies. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Wrestling to the Max in XT Review. Hello and welcome to another great episode of your NXT review from Wrestling to the Max. And of course, don't forget, this is the January 31st edition of NXT. This, of course, is the uh, actually the pre-show to take over Philadelphia. So if you're kind of wondering the time frame of this show, maybe you're wondering why they're still in Philadelphia. Well, that's the case. This is all filmed right before they do that big show, Take Over Philadelphia. And this is a, one of those ones, Paul, that you know I, I really kind of dig. I always enjoy these pre-shows that we finally <laughs> get to see the week after there's so much fun because the, the the energy of that crowd not saying the full sale is not exciting but that those crowds are so big they're so excited it, it kind of makes it more fun i i agree uh we talked about this too whenever they started uh showing clips from like house shows and stuff like that and you get to see the dnxt um stuff going down in front of different crowds and in these sort of unique buildings that way Obviously, the big arenas isn't anything we're not used to seeing at this point, but uh, being having seen one of these pre-shows, too, it's just fun, especially when you don't really know what you're getting. Uh, I, of course, had the added uh, benefit of knowing what I was getting, and that was, of course, Pete Dunne and Johnny Organa, which is amazing, but um, I think you get to see Roderick Strong and Tyler Bate go at it uh, in the main event on this one, and uh, I mean, that's just a treat that you don't really ever think you're going to see, and then suddenly here it is in front of your face. Yeah, it's just a great idea of whoever planned this out, you know, to do this. And uh, so, I mean, once again, this is going to be really fun to talk about. I can't wait to do that. And just before we get everybody involved in this show, let's make sure that they know I, of course, am Gary Vaughn. And the guy you're listening to right there, that was Paul Leeser, your host. So we're we're about to get down with this and get dirty. But I do want to let everybody know that we do these regularly every week. So if you're a first-time listener and you never heard our NXT reviews, I've got to let you know, we do them every single week for you guys. Make sure you go find us at W2Mnet.com. That's the website that you'll go to find not only this review show, but Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live. All those great shows are out there and ready for you to rock and roll. Of course, our regular episodes of Wrestling of the Max are also there twice a week for you guys for all the big wrestling news and some of the other reviews that we do. And also, hey, you know, do us a favor. If you haven't done it already and you're looking for a great subscribe, make sure you hit us up wherever 
over at the Wrestling of the Max or the WTube Network, whatever one you choose. Just hit that subscribe button. And when you rate and review, make sure you give us some love and also give us some of those comments. We love to see your feedback. We love to read it. We actually, you know, we'll respond to you. Trust me. So we appreciate all those of you uh, that you have already done that. And uh, also, really quickly, want to make sure we give some big love to our partners in crime, 411mania.com and lastwordonprowrestling.com. They are supporters of ours, and we want to support them. Well, I mean, I, I can't wait any longer, Paul. Let's get into this thing. I might have to make you wait a little bit longer because if you're if you're out there and maybe you're still not over how great Johnny Gargano and, and Tommaso Ciampa and, and uh, Andrade Cien Almas and all that great stuff in the main event from TakeOver was this previous Saturday, uh, not only did Wrestling the Max, the usual crew, myself, Gary, and Sean do a review uh, a day after, but we also had Harry Broadhurst and Brando Biscabine do immediate reactions after the show. Also on uh, W2Mnet.com, it's on our Spreaker page, it's on our uh, iHeartRadio, wherever we are, it's all out there for you to use. So if, you, if you're still jonesing for some talk about that, that is all there for you as well. So, uh, Getting into this, as, as Gary said, this is of course all the pre-show stuff that they tape beforehand. Uh, and of course, if you're watching this uh, on the network, that means you get to watch a ton of video packages and recapping uh, the shows that I just mentioned. So... Uh, probably a briefer episode than what you're usually going to get, but, uh, still we're talking about here is Nikki Cross takes on Lacey Evans here in the open, and this is really nothing more than an extended squash, if you ask me. Lacey still gets some stuff in. This, however, is all about Nikki getting a win, looking good while doing so, and, uh, Lacey sort of getting to test out her new little here persona here, which, which seemed to work, and it might just be because Nikki Cross is so beloved, but, uh, it, it does seem to be finding its way. I think so too. And what would you call that? That Lacey Evans gimmick is a debutante, right? Is that somewhere in that realm where she's the the classiest one in the room kind of situation? Yeah, I, I guess so. I, I don't really know what to call it yet, other than just being fancy. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> That's good enough. Fancy. No, but I mean, you got the southern accent kind of thing going uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I kind of think debutante, southern, uh, whatever they do with it, whatever they call it, put a stamp on it. I mean, it's, it'll work, I'm sure. I think already within the two weeks that we've seen it, like really strongly seen it, I feel like it actually has some good looks to it. And, uh, of course, you know. Definitely, when you're talking about Lacey Evans, that's what you think about. Um, but I'll also say this. I mean, I think that you, you get Nikki Cross in this match against someone who had blatantly called her out the week before. I love the fact that they did this, right? Because I think Nikki was the first one she even said anything about in that promo. So I think that's kind of a nice touch here. And boy, I mean, the crowd loves Nikki. You heard him going crazy for her. Uh, I just This was a lot of fun to watch. You got Lacey... Evans getting a little bit here and there, but uh, this was really the story of Nikki Cross's Cray Cray, and uh, she took care of business, and I think it, it was just a fun match to watch. I, I agree. Uh, Nikki Cross is great. I really would love to see her back in the title picture, but with the way that match ended at TakeOver Philadelphia, I don't think that's going to be anytime soon, unfortunately, but um, you know... She had that great match with Asuka. I, I feel, you know, she feels dangerous. I think at all times, and maybe that's just what they're going for. Yeah, and you know, the other thing is, we also have to remember. You know, they've got a lot of things at the top right now of the women's division for that right. title, and so it's gonna, you know, keep everybody else down. But I say, post WrestleMania, all bets are off. 
And I think when you get to that point, you also have Nikki probably not. I'm not saying exiting sanity or nothing like that, but she may be a little bit more free reign to go do other things. Because I think at this moment right now, they're still really heavily using her with those guys and, you know, keeping her in the storyline at least a a bit as they move forward and what their goals are. So we'll see. I think we're still going to get some great singles matches with her, but I don't expect anything title wise or even getting in the picture until post-WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, let's hope so. And honestly, I don't mind her getting featured in the Sanity stuff because she always gets the big run-in against the guys, and, and nobody else really gets to do that. So I love it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, after that match, we get some highlights of the tag team title match from TakeOver Philadelphia. Uh, we also get some highlights from the NXT women's title match that uh, I just briefly mentioned. And then we cut to an interview with Shayna Baszler uh, that took place after the match. And basically... Uh, she says that uh, uh, Ember just survived. She's not really the winner uh, since you know she obliterated her arm and all that. And then uh, we get a quick recap too of Ember entering the Women's Royal Rumble on Sunday, uh, which of course the W2M Net crew also reviewed. Myself, Gary, Sean, and also immediate reactions from Harry and Brandon. If you want to go check those out as well. So, any any thoughts on this promo at all, Gary? Uh, I, I mean, I didn't think it was anything super special, but it certainly does at least give you the mindset that Shayna had, um, you know, executing everything the way she did. Yeah, and, you know, uh, also, you know, I kind of touched on this on one of those review shows. I'm not sure if it, was, it most probably was the NXT review show, but I, I think this was a, a really wise thing for them to do to interview Shayna Baszler and, and to, to kind of give her mindset following this. And I, I think, you know, like you said, nothing to blow you out of the water, but I really do dig the fact that she kind of, pushes herself up still and says, look, I didn't lose. I just basically, you know, tore her arm to bits in a way. So you go look at medical, look who sees actually won this match. And she kind of has a point there. She's walking away healthy and you got Ember Moon with one arm. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think that's great that they, you know, allowed her that time. But not only that, I would like to say uh, it, it was nice to see on this, you know, NXT that they were showing some of the rumble stuff and really pointing out the value that you know, hey, these NXT champions are in here, and they're they're involved in the Rumble. So I really like that. I think it was a great recap. I agree. I agree completely. Uh, we get more highlights too of Adam Cole taking on Tyler Black in that amazing Extreme Rules match from Takeover, uh, which I, I can't get enough of that match personally. Uh, we then get some footage of uh, the Undisputed Era reacting to uh, Sanity and them getting involved in their title match at TakeOver, and this ends with Sanity getting their tag team title rematch against uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly next week on NXT, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, more highlights for Ono and Dream uh, from TakeOver Philadelphia. And then uh, they get some thoughts from the Velveteen Dream on his match with Ono, uh, and it's basically just him putting himself over, so I don't know if there's really a whole ton to dig into there. Uh, but we do come upon TM61's return match, uh, at least as far as NXT television goes, as they take on the Ely brothers, who I still love watching these guys wrestle the Ely's because they get better and better every time. I think that's the same for them here. TM61, however, uh, I don't think you could tell they've been off screen for almost a year. Like, these guys look great. Uh, they get the dominant win here, as you would expect. And uh, I just I, I wish these guys nothing but success going forward because they are really great. No, they're amazing, and like you said, it seems like that they've just 
never even had any injuries. <laughs> they uh, never even missed a match. They've been here the whole time. Well, no, that's not the truth. I mean, it's been over a year, right? Um, so these guys, I mean, just you can tell they're pure talent. Uh, they still have the chemistry that they started with. I'm really excited about what they're going to do coming up here. And this match itself, I mean, it told the story what it should, that these guys are back and they're ready to go full force. They don't want to lose any momentum. And uh, the, you're right, the Ely brothers, they are getting better. And sure, they're still not to the point where they're going to be really contending for anything major. But right. what you want to see is these guys to develop, to get to be at a better point when it comes to their in-ring uh, you know, action and charisma and all those things that can uh, entail. So I'm really happy to see that for the Ely brothers. But TM61, man, I, I am so excited to see where they're going to go with this. And I think this was just a great showcase of what they can do. Mm-hmm. It wasn't everything in their arsenal, but they still had a lot of fun with you, and you were thoroughly entertained. Yeah, I mean, I think the the big dream match now, at least for me, is these guys taking on the Undisputed Era for the tag title somewhere down the road, because that... They're so similar in their style, not only with kicks and everything, but they can fly uh, just like Red Dragon can, and that's just that's going to make for some great action if we ever get to that point. So uh, I totally happen. agree. Yeah, please, right now. <laughs> 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 and, and I'm sure you know there were some indie matches out there on YouTube or something with these two tag teams battling it out at some point. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. You'd be the guy to ask, Paul. Um, I don't think it's ever happened because the Mighty Don't Kneel, they're um, they came up through Pro Wrestling Noah, and of course Red Dragon was was through New Japan, and they didn't really cross promote all that often between those two. So I don't Ooh. think it's ever happened unless it's like somewhere in Australia, maybe or anything like that. Because I, I don't know if TM61 ever really made it stateside all that often. Well, that makes this even more intriguing, <laughs> to be honest with you, because if it is a first-time affair, that's really cool, and I'm really excited about seeing it. So, let, yeah, you're like you said, let's book it. Let's make sure it happens. Uh, because, I mean, right now, as we sit, I mean, the way they built up this whole thing with TM61 and like two weeks of video packages, making those guys super babyface, lovable, who better to go in and beat the Undisputed Era. Because really, Sanity taking the tag titles off the Undisputed Era, what does that really do? It's two heel factions. They're just trading belts. So I think you're right on that. That would be so much fun to see. Yeah, and of course, the TM61 are, are interviewed after their match here, and they say they're, they're much more than what they used to be now. They are the mighty, and of course, Gary, the mighty don't kneel. So... Uh, maybe a name change on the horizon. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. just cause, you know, I, I, I think the mighty don't kneel is still a, a faction somewhere. Uh, so somebody might have some rights, but if, if they can actually go by TMDK, then I'm sure a lot of, uh, smarky people out there might be all happier for it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, and for the fact that they're even mentioning it, right. Mm-hmm. It, it means there's gotta be some fire cause we're seeing the smoke. So I, I'll be honest with you. I hope it happens. I, I'm okay with TM61. I, I really I am. That's a fine name. But if they really do want to go back to their roots and use, you know, TMDK, I am really excited about that too. And I'll say it this way. WB has been a little bit more lenient than ever on using the indie names and allowing these, you know, guys that come up the way that they did in the indie circuit and make their way to the to the top level and really, you know, flourish and not take everything away from them. I, I love that idea. And if, you know, we get it, we get it. If we don't, like I said, TM61 is a fine name. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they could, you know, they could always double it if they're more than, so they could be TM 120 or at like 1211 or 121 or whatever. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do the math, right? Just do the math, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's as long as they don't call themselves Team 187, because that could be dangerous. So. <laughs> could be. It could be. Uh, we cut to another video package. We get highlights of Gargano and Almas' amazing five-star encounter from, from TakeOver Philadelphia. Uh, we then cut to some backstage footage of Ciampa walking past all the interviewers uh, and leaving the building, dragging his crutch behind him, which I thought was a really sweet touch. And, and by the way, if you're not following Ciampa on Twitter, go do so right now. Because this dude is incredible. Every time he does something to Gargano, he is immediately rubbing it at his face. Uh, and since Meltzer gave the match five stars, he he came on Twitter today and posted five stars and posted pictures of his attack on on Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> it's magical. That's grand. I you know Tomasa Champa. There's no secret. I love the guy, and I can't wait for him to be back. And um, yeah, the Twitter stuff is excellent. You you love seeing this kind of stuff. I, I just gotta say. You know, they really did a great job highlighting everything that they had in that main event, right? Yeah. They just really, I mean, it, it was, I can't say any better. It was almost like they hit every single highlight you needed to see. They got everything in that nice package. And then the, the, the basically the frosting on this whole cake was seeing Champa walk away with a crutch behind him. I think, you know, for the most part, I think uh, they, they, they really gave you something to help you along and just, you know, give you something from TakeOver Philadelphia, but at the same time, not make it boring. Because we saw this match. I love this match, and I love seeing it again. But, you know, at least it wasn't just kind of like, oh, here's this, and throw it away. No, it, it actually felt like it needed to be, and it mattered. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, they also talk almost uh, entering the Rumble here, and we get a, a segment from Zelina talking about how incredible – uh, Andrade's weekend over uh, the Rumble weekend was for him, both the successfully defending the NXT Championship and, of course, going, I think he was in the Rumble match for almost uh, 30 minutes or something like that. He was in there a long mm-hmm. time. Um, so, you know, they talk about that. We get some recap and talk about EC3's appearance at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia uh, and him signing with NXT and the recap of Adam Cole being in the Royal Rumble. So just... Highlighting all of the huge amount of success that NXT got to celebrate over the weekend, um, which is which is great. I mean, they they absolutely deserved it. Especially, you know, I mean, Adam Cole, Royal Rumble plus Philadelphia just equals a, a huge pop, which is what they got. So, you know, somebody back there is using their brain box, Gary. Yeah, they really are, and it's just so exciting to. to I'll be honest, once again, uh, something that WWE would ne- never have done, what, five, ten years ago? Mm-hmm. That you never would have seen anything like this. But now they're kind of coming around and, hey, if the fans want it, just give it to them. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened here. And I was so excited to see Adam Cole in that big Royal Rumble match. And uh, they did a great job uh, highlighting it here. Um, and for the fact also... They made the NXT champion look really good in the Royal Rumble against mm-hmm. the mainstay WWE superstars. That's a really awesome thing. I was really happy to see that. Cian almost did not look like he came in and got beat up. 
he came in, looked as strong as ever. And you, like you said, Paul, he lasted in that ring for quite a while. And uh, it's all capped off by this promo. I'll say it this way once again. Selena Vega is everything that CN almost needed. And it's because of the fact that she really tells it like it is, really builds this guy puts him up there with everybody else and that, you know, is a champion and, you know, really built him. But not only that, I, I just, oh, I love it saying, where was Gargano? Right. So, oh, he was at home watching it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. So, I, I swear if she has not watched Paul Heyman and some of these other, like maybe Jim Cornette videos, she, it's just natural if she hasn't, but she may have, I don't know. It just seems like a dig that those guys would give. I, I agree. I agree entirely. She's she's wonderful in this role. We talk about this all the time, but she can't talk about it enough. I think she's so so great, and she's made herself, I think, so integral to the Almas character that uh, you wonder if a split ever does happen between these two. What exactly is left for Andrade other than uh, an incredible wrestler? So I mean, hopefully, we're further along that path whenever that time does come. But I mean, it's hard to think of these two without each other now. Yeah, agreed. And if he ever does have that split, uh, he better hurry and get him a lucha mask because <laughs> he, he'll, <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll have to definitely get back to that gimmick because I just don't imagine he's going to be very well loved or anything if he doesn't have that uh, great mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also learned that Adam Cole is going to face Killian Dane next week, uh, and of course, we also get to see again that the tag title rematch will take place next week. And then we're given this wonderful encounter between Tyler Bate and Roderick Strong to determine a new number one contender to the UK Championship. Ten minutes in or so, Roddy ends up hitting the end of heartache on Tyler Bate. This is uh, a really, really great sprint, if you ask me. They, they come out, uh, they do a little bit of locking up, and then it's really off to the races after that. And they uh, just absolutely brought the crowd the whole way with them. This was awesome. Uh, you got two guys getting in the ring that really know their way around it. And for Tyler Bay, I mean, you got to love the fact that this guy is so young and he seems like he's had 30 years experience. Yeah. You got a guy like Roderick Strong that has had lots of years experience and they just really showcased it. Some great, you know, moments in this match, you know, some of the technical stuff they do. Of course, you know, I got to love, you know, uh, the way Roddy does things and make you look like, you know, you're, you're a million bucks. But I think Tyler Bate has a lot to go with this, too. So overall, really solid match. Like you said, not a real, real long match. It didn't have to be super, super long, but they gave it plenty of time for what it was. Roderick Strong winning. I, I don't think I have a problem with that at all, even though I, I you know, Tyler Bate, I still think, man, this guy is so great. I just don't want to see him lose. But still. Uh, a solid match, and, and Roderick Strong, he's the guy. It, it's got some things going forward here, so it makes all the sense in the world for him to get the victory. Exactly, exactly. I mean, there's talk on uh, he's going to be on 205 Live for the Cruiserweight title tournament this coming Tuesday, uh, which has some people nervous. But it, it's made a, a nice credibility for him that he's got two title shots essentially working in his favor now. So very, very cool for him. This, this is a really fun episode of NXT. However, I cannot wait to dive into the stuff next week where we finally get into... Uh, NXT Live post-takeover, uh, so we'll have to wait and see what they got in store for us there, too. 
Yeah, lots of great stuff. I cannot wait either. And of course, you know, if you did not know this already, we've already said it a few times, but make sure you go find all the other great review shows, plus the one next week that we're excited about at W2Mnet.com, guys. Yeah, that's right. That's the website that you go and you find us and you get everything we do when it comes to review shows, also the regular episodes of Wrestling of the Max. So please go to there and check us out. Also, subscribe, rate, and review over at Wrestling of the Max or the W2M Network and give some love to our friends over at 411mania.com and Last Word on Pro wrestling.com they also have some great reviews and a lot of written uh reviews too so if you guys like to listen to us and maybe you wanted to you know read a little bit about it go to those sites as well and they got some great content so well paul that ends us for tonight and uh we are going to have another great episode to do tonight we're going to be doing wrestling to the max uh episode 284 part two and uh, that's going to be full of great stuff for people. So I can't wait for that. So make sure you have to tune out of this. You go tune into that. And until next time, guys, we hope you guys have a great one. And we'll see you down the road. Have a good one, guys. The previous podcast is a W2Mnet.com original podcast. For more great content like this, go to W2Mnet.com. For the worlds of wrestling, video games, entertainment, and sports. Hey, Liz. Yeah? Want to run out for a little treat? Absolutely. Great. Because right now, Tim Hortons has this deal. A small hot chocolate or French vanilla is just 99 cents. Wow. All right, how about this? When you're ready to go, shoot me a text. (laughs) That was fast. Let's go. Better hurry. This sweet deal is not going to last. Right now, treat yourself to a small hot chocolate or French vanilla at Tim Hortons for just 99 cents. Great quality at a great value. It's all good at Tim Hortons. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.